Welcome back to the Snack Bar Podcast. I'm Justin. Hey, I'm Chris. What's up? And today we're talking about uh, Weekly Shonen Jump from June 11th and June 18th, 2023, and Chainsaw Man Chapter 132 and 133. Word, let's go. Let's jump into it. Uh, so we're going to start with uh, Sakamoto Days Chapter uh, 122. Uh, I'll, I'll defer to you, Chris. Word. S- chapter 123, Bad Feeling. 122. 122. Oh, is it 122? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Now, I'm trying to remember these brand new characters. They just introduced them last chapter. Hold up. I'll get you the names. Check them out. Sure. But the guy starts off. (laughs) He's like, then let's get moving. Strike while the iron's hot. And uh, Kashmir is like, Slur, who are these people? And Slur's like, that's right. I should introduce you properly. Oh, he's about to go into their names too. But yeah, the, that's 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 so funny. The girl is Kuminomi and the guy's Haruma. In case he doesn't <laughs> say it, but go on. And then he says, "This is Haruma <laughs> and Kodorome. <laughs> and Slur goes, "They were at the Alkamara orphanage with me and Gaku. So I guess they're longtime friends. Oh, Probably very I dangerous." I guess you could say that. <laughs> yeah, they have, they have cool outfits too. They like introduced them like last chapter. Just like we just saw them, I guess, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I think we described what they were wearing last chapter, but it's basically just like weird stuff that you can't even. Well, not the one guy kind of looks like he dresses exactly like Slur, just like another guy. Mm-hmm. And then the girl has like some cool outfit with like pants that are weird and she's in underwear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Kashmir was like, Where, where, where are Gozi and Tenku? And then Slur goes, They will be joining us later. Oh, shit. And, and he thinks to himself, He's like, From the Outcome Orphanage. And there are two more, and uh, I guess I guess Kumani, I guess would be your name. But she says, "So who are you?" And he goes, "Me, I'm Kashma." She goes, "Take off your mask when you introduce yourself." And he's like, "I'm sorry, but I'll show you my my real face when I trust you." Class act. And everyone gives like a, a look of like <laughs> tension. <laughs> and Gaku's like, "No need to be like that, Kashmir." Uh, he's like, "Sorry, Gaku, but I have my own rules." And uh, she, like, looks at them, and, and Gaku's like, wait, Ku. And, like, Kashmir gets, like, I guess, like, uh, alerted suddenly. And then he gets 
And then, like, this chick grabs him so hard that he, like, comes out of his mask, basically. <laughs> it's honestly mad crazy. She's like, now I see your face. Nice to meet you, Kashmir. And, he, and, and he's literally, like, stunned. He's like, what just happened? It was like she drew me up to her. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, maybe she has, like, some sort of, like, uh, like the force power where she can just kind of grab things towards her, towards her or something. Very, yeah, it's very, it's very scary. And uh, she's like, it's great you have your own... Sorry, let's say, it's hard to see. Uh, it's great you have your own rules. And I guess Harama is his name, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, but don't don't forget that the whole purpose of r- rules is to protect you from danger. And Slur's like, good. We are done with introductions. Nice. <laughs> and now wow, look, our two friends. <laughs> Mafuyu and uh, Toromaru, I believe. Yeah, Tor- yeah. She's like, yikes. What did that woman just do? <laughs> In a split second, Deerface just. And then I guess Mafuya is like, what was that telekinesis? Maybe they do have it, honestly. Yeah, it looks like she has some sort of uh, thing going on here. Like, it, like usually, I feel like a lot of characters they introduce in Sakamoto days, like their outfit tells, um, like you know, everything about them or like what their weapon will be. But these two, like, it's really hard to figure out from their outfits. Yeah, they I just look they're, cool. They're, <laughs> I guess they're super strong. <laughs> but she's she like stares at them for a second, and he's like, "I'm Mafuya," and uh, Tarumaru was like, "I'm Tarumaru," <laughs> and she's he like. Took- yeah, oh, no, sorry. Ahead. He took off his mask real quick right there too. <laughs> yeah, but we don't get to actually see his face. But <laughs> they like cover it with the uh, panel, which is pretty <laughs> funny. And she's like, "Good, I see you know how to introduce yourselves, and you took off your mask." <laughs> <laughs> and she's petting him. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. I was like, "Dang, he's a good suck up." <laughs> and Cash Mia is like still like in shock. He's like, "I guess with them, our group is a match." For the order. Oh, shit. So why do I have this bad feeling in my gut? Because you got to deal with Sakamoto. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> He's coming. And we see Sakamoto and the whole crew there. And uh, I guess they made it t- to the air- airport because they're going to head off to um, Thailand. Thailand, and, s- and someone's like, take care in Thailand. Don't overeat. Yep. <laughs> it's like, this is a random conversation. He's clearly going to overeat. Yeah, exactly. And I guess some... Sakamoto's daughter, mm-hmm. she's like, you're not going, you're not coming to Shizuka with us, Shin. And Shin's like, let's trade souvenirs when we get back, hey? Okay. <laughs> Sakamoto is like talking to a, a Lou, and uh, he's like, Lou, please take care of these two. And she's like, leave it to me, and you take care too, boss. Oh, what? also boss. When I was like, reading this chapter, I was like, Chris is going to hate this part. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, again, she gets thrown to the side, but... You know, she has True. her own thing, so I think she's going to be, even what she's about to bring up, I think yeah. like she's going to be more important later on. But Yeah, but probably on. later on, I guess. And, and Lou's like, Wu-Tang wanted me to give this to you. And Sakamoto's like, nice, he, he's a fast worker. <laughs> and we see, like, um, you know, Wu-Tang having a conversation with Shin and Sakamoto, and he's like, in other words, you want me to use that, use the info you got at the JCC about an abandoned warehouse to locate Slur's hideout, right? I'm a busy man, you know. <laughs> and he has this, like, drawing, uh, like, this piece of paper, and it says Amani's drawing. Yeah, that was the drawing that he made that they were able to see the warehouse in the reflection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, he's, I guess, like, analyzing it to see where exactly it could have been. Mm. And Shin's like, yes, thank you. 
you seem good at that kind of thing. As quickly as you can, please. And Wu-Tang walks away pretty epically. He's like, hmm, I told you I only do what I want to do. There aren't enough clues here. And Shin's like, Lou, bake these cookies. And he turns around and grabs the bag. And he's like, I'll take those. I'll take those, you scumbag. Give me three days. And he starts, like, chowing down. And uh, Shin's like, I didn't taste them. I hope. <coughs> Ooh, sorry. And uh, Shin's like, I, I didn't taste them. I hope they're okay. And we see uh, Amani, and he's, like, talking, and Hinchke is behind him. And he's like, hey, Shin, there's something I've been wondering. How are we supposed to board an airplane? And Shin's like, huh? It says weapons can't be taken on the flight. And it shows, like, each of their weapons. Amani has, like, a three-section staff. And Shin has Seba's gl- a glove. And um, Hinchke has the rifle, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, th- and they're like, no plan, huh? No TSA? <laughs> yeah. Hinchke is like Hinchke uh, is like freaking out. He's like, "What? What am I supposed to do with without my rifle?" And Shin's like, "I I didn't think of that. We went empty-handed when we did the JCC test." And Sak- and Sakamoto's like, "Don't worry, that's our gate." And they're like, "Huh?" And he points to this like particular gate. And there's like some woman, and she's like chewing gum. I guess she's like the monitor girl, and she sees like this bag of food with like knives and like I mean ammo, and she's like, "All right, you're good to go." Next, <laughs> everyone just looks, and Shin's like, that was easy. And Sakamoto's like, it's a special gate for assassin missions. You have to apply in advance. That's so weird that that exists, honestly. But Yeah, I like how like uh, this person, even though they're being like super unattentive, they're way more attentive than the people at T- regular TSA. <laughs> yeah, right. The regular TSA people, they're just yelling at you the whole time. Mm. So I honestly, I don't even care if they bring weapons on the plane. Let me go through this gate. Yeah, right. <laughs> And uh, so they made the, they boarded the airplane, and Hinchke is talking to Shin, and he's like, yo, what are we doing in Thailand again? <laughs> <laughs> and Shin's like, you're asking now? Listen, the, the point of this trip is to... And then uh, Sakamoto's like, locate Slur's hideout and capture... I think this is Shin still talking. Oh, maybe, yeah. He's like, locate Slur's hideout and capture Azuki. That's number one. And we see Amane, he's like reading like a Thailand book, yeah. learning the language right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny because he said he was going to learn uh, Thai and English. So uh, he's at least making uh, some sort of way through this. Yeah. <laughs> and Shin goes, prevent Akira from making contact with Azuki. That's two things. Two. Yeah, two things. And Sakamoto's like slurping out on something. And he's like, if we leave it to the JAA, there's a risk of Akira getting taken out as a collaborator. So it's, it's up to us. And Hinchke's like, Oh, all right. He so he's like, oh, okay, got it, right, Pinchke? And uh, Pinchke is like, pee. <laughs> they both just stare at him. Um, it's kind of funny. Like after seeing the My Hero movie again recently, this guy kind of reminds me of that guy Rody from the My Hero movie. He has the bird. Oh he, yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's like a, it's a wonder, trope somewhere. Yeah, I wonder if that's a trope in Japan, like guy with a bird, mm, <laughs> tough probably. guy with a bird. <laughs> <laughs> and like Sakamoto and uh. It's like Shin and Sakamoto, and they're like looking at Hinchke, and, and they're like, "Do you think Hinchke is okay? He seems nervous. It's his first mi- mi- mission in, in a while, after all." Yeah, and I think uh, they're trying to hint the whole time, like once we got into the airport too, that he like really, really believes that he needs his rifle to do anything. Like true. he's not worth anything without his rifle, and like it's not true. Like obviously he's smart and he has like his own way of doing things, but it is how everybody knows him yeah Yeah, but i'm sure like this arc kind of feels like we might see him like do stuff without his rifle or something like that yeah true and they land in bangkok 
Thailand. And <laughs> they're like on the street. Hinch guy is getting there. He, he's like, what? And he's like, my bag's missing. And Shin's like, don't freak out. You just need to wait a bit. And they're like, fine, go ahead. I'll catch up. And Sakamoto's like, sure. <laughs> and then it shows 15 minutes later, he's like laying on the ground, like super upset. He's like, one last round, Pinsuke. He's like, pee. <laughs> he's like, now what? W- without my stuff, I pee. And then he's like, huh? He starts yelling. He's like, ah, there it is. My suitcase. That was a close one. And then we see someone's hand. Like, uh, he's, he's wearing like a suit, basically. He's a bunch of rings. And we see that he grabbed the uh, bag and not him. And he's like, hmm? And he's like, you got some nerve, kid, trying to steal my bag. It's a very familiar face, obviously. It's Hio from yeah, exactly. The Order. <laughs> but it's just so funny because I guess Hi- uh, Hisuke and Hio have never met. No, or yeah. seemingly never met. So it's kind of funny that they'd run into each other here. And one thing I want to point out about him um, is that he wears just two chains. Like, they're not even, they're like, uh, I don't even know how to describe those chains. They're like chains you would like tie up like a gate with. <laughs> yeah, they could be gold, but we, we don't know. It's true, but it's, but it's funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, yeah go on. He's like a bunch of like piercings <laughs> yeah he's sick looking and Hinchkey's like whoa he's huge geese foreigners are huge yo <laughs> and then he's like but that's my suitcase you let go and he goes like so this is what they me- mean by a brazen thief <laughs> lay off now or you're in for it and he's like sorry but same here i don't have time to, to fight and then we see he'll get super mad and just like power slap the, the, the hell out of him. Yeah, because he's trying to grab for the suitcase, so he kind of just threw him. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he got tossed in, into the uh, wall and got smashed. And uh, Hinchkei's like, oof, please, please give me, give it back. It's very important to me. And he was thinking to himself, he's like, good grief, does this guy have no pride? <laughs> and he did like the hardest of bows. Like it says, bam, like he slammed himself on the floor, like, please give it back. <laughs> and he, yeah, exactly. And he, he also starts, like, freaking out. And he's like, look, it's not yours, is it? Lots of people have the same suitcase at the airport you wore on. <laughs> and Hinchgay's like, you're right. Oh, then where's mine? Heo just walks away. He's like, it's it's lost. Baggage, give it up. <laughs> Hinchgay's like, no. And he was like, hmm? You had something valuable in there, huh? He's like, no, it was cheap, but I can't help a friend in need without it. And Heo just, just, like, looks back at him. He's, like, thinking to himself, what now? He's crying over his, his his friend, and he was like, "Yeesh, it's me. Sorry, stomach ache. Yeah, I'll be an hour late." <laughs> he was like making a call. And he's a nice he, guy. Old he, after he all, it. yeah, he hangs it off. He's like, "Hey, kid, stand up." His his guy's like, "Huh?" He's like, "I'll find." He's like, "I will help you find your bag. Let's go." Oh shit! Which is so like random but i guess he's just being a nice guy today this is gonna be like Hio and hisuke go to white castle <laughs> yeah like a side mission yeah they have a buddy film and hinchgay's like what really and he's like yeah we've got an hour move it <laughs> he's like thank you what's your name Hio. great great name i'm hinchgay gee you're good at japanese Hio. he's like drop drop dead twerp i'm japanese <laughs> and end of our, end of our chapter so funny, honestly. Yeah, I love I love this uh, little interaction, and I, I guess I I don't know yeah, yet, um, but I feel time, like man. I thought Hio would know Hisuke because he's like a per, an assassin. He's always with Sakamoto, but I guess he doesn't know who he is either. So they're both like a little like confused, seemingly here. Exactly. But let let's start it up. So our next chapter is called One Shot, and and we see Shin on the phone with Hinchke, and he's like, "What?" Your bag's still missing. You want us to go on ahead, but you don't even speak English. What What will you do? And Hinchgay's like, 
Oh, it's okay. I made a friend, yo. I'll catch up with you later. And Shin's like, what's that? A friend? Wait, Hinsuke. <laughs> like, you can't just be like, oh, I made a friend when you're on like a secret assassin mission and coincidentally your bag goes missing. Hinsuke's a fool, kind of, <laughs> yeah. And then Amani's like, let's go, Shin. We, we don't have time for this. It's the, the drag on Hinsuke. He will be fine. True. And, and Shinsuke thinking himself, he's like, I'm worried because it's Hinsuke. Yeah, <laughs> because he's the dragoon. Um, so what I also find funny is that they're like, oh, my God, you're stranded in Thailand. You don't even speak English. It's like funny that they wouldn't go. You don't even speak Thai. <laughs> exactly. Like, you have to know how to speak English there, apparently. <laughs> mm. And then we see Hio and Hinsuke, and we see a uh, Hin- uh, Hinsuke like f- f- flipping out. And he's like, what? My bag my bag is in here. And the person who, who works there is like, yes. That bag already arrived and went out. See, thirty minutes ago, and like we see this like guy with a, a, a ponytail and, 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 and like a, n- a nice shirt. He has sunglasses like, on, yeah. And and like Hinchcliffe's like, yo, that's my suitcase. <laughs> He's like, who's that? Who's that? Recognize him? And Hinchcliffe's like, no idea. He was like, so it's a thief. Go to the police. And the bird's like, pee. And suddenly they see him from ac- across the uh, hall. What are the odds? And he's like running down with his like suitcase. And Hinch- Hinchgay's like, oh, there, that's him. And he starts running. He's like, after him. <laughs> and I guess they're going through the city and like they're chasing after him. He's like jumping on cars, like trying to get away. And he's like, stop, you. And uh, he's also wearing flip flops. So it's crazy that he's doing this. Yeah, he's very skilled. <laughs> and. Um, it's cool because like, you could see in like uh, this thief's like glasses, like the kind of like the the mm-hmm. yeah the reflections. reflections yeah, cool. I love how they do that. Like it's such a staple of um, Suzuki, who I believe his last name is, um, his art. Yeah, because like he draws in reflections in everything, and it's like, how does he pay so much attention to detail, even in small sunglasses? Yeah, he's very good, honestly. And Hinch uh, Hinchgate is like he's he's getting away faster, and we see that Hinchgate uh, just got hit by like. A, like a, a car basically <laughs> or like a motorbike and he's like okay blah and he was like what the hell are you doing he's like sheesh this bag's important to you right and he picks Hinchkay off the ground and tosses him and he's like go get it then and uh, Hinchkay lands right next to this guy that he you know and this guy's traveling on, on a car and they start fighting and uh, Hinchkay's just like yikes he's like What's this? You're an assassin, and we see he heal emerging from the back, and he's like preparing for a massive punch, and he's like, "Then there's no need to hold back," and Hinch uh, Hinch sorry, Heo literally like the destroys the entire cart that they're on, and uh, Hinch is like super shocked, and he's like, "Dang, he's strong. Who is this guy?" But then this guy gets away, and he's like jumping on the uh, roof, mm-hmm. and he was like, "The way he moves, he's no small fry." He's like, well, good. Maybe he knows something about slur. And he was like, hey, kid, stand up. Let's go, huh? And Hinchke's like, if he finds out I'm an ex-assassin, will, will he kill me? Yeah, because they're kind of implying that he's an assassin. Um, well, they he thought he's an assassin. And it's kind of funny how, like, Hio, first of all, he looks a little cross-eyed here, right here, just a tiny bit. And uh, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> and then it's funny how he says maybe he knows something about slur, and then literally like, Hisuke doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's well, like he, wait, he doesn't even know why they're slur? here. Yeah, no, but like you think he would hear Hio talking about slur and be like, hey, wait, you know slur also? Yeah, you, yeah, he's not very uh, observant. Yeah, but we see the thief running, and he's like, 
What's with his strength? This is nuts. And he's still going. He's like, this isn't what I was told. Better head right to the spot. And then out of nowhere, we see Hio Hinchgay riding on like a motorcycle going super fast. And he's like, Hio, too fast, yo. And he uh, and he was like, shut up. And um, Hinchgay's on, on on the back of the motorcycle, and he's like, three, give me my bag. And he and Hinchgay almost gets his bag from this 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 guy, but he like shuts him up. Mm-hmm. Hio notices that, and he's like trying to like find this guy. Well, I'm trying. I guess I'm trying. Uh, well, I guess it's Hinsuke, like, I constantly like falling over different stuff. Yeah, like, this is like one of the funniest things to me because it's like a Scooby Doo thing where it's like the last one he's like being attacked by elephants. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's yeah, like right. what? Like that's like the shame Japanese pose, like on the bottom where he's with the elephants. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. That is mad funny. And he was like, "Quit messing around. Do you want your bag?" Do you want your bag back or not? And Hinchgay looks like exhausted. And uh, Hio's thinking back, and he's like thinking back about uh, what Hinchgay said earlier. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Hinchgay's like, I can't help a friend in need without it. And uh, he he was like, she seems like I was expecting too much from him. He's like, fine, you rest, I will handle this. And Hinchgay's like, no. And he's like, huh? It's literally my pride. And he, and, a Hinch, and a Hinch guy thinks of like a, a previous like me- memory. And he's like, "I've never gone up against such an incredible sniper in my life." That was Sakamoto saying that to him. Yeah, it's nice. And Hinch guy's like, I, "I have to get it back. To, I have to to get it back with my own hands." And he he'll just stares at him, and he's like, "Some oh, guy guess, from the the corner is like, look, that guy's covered in coconut. What a loser." <laughs> Hio just stares at, at, at them and they get mad spooked. <laughs> Hio's like, what am I doing anyway? The more I watch this, this loser, the more irritated I get. So why am I helping him? And Hio's like, you look the part. But well, he's having, he's in the middle of going into a flashback. Somebody's saying that. You look the part, but... And we see it's uh, Yotsumura. I guess Hio knew him and he was like thinking about him. Yeah. And uh, Yotsumaru was like, of all the assassins I've seen, you've got, you've got the least talent. <laughs> and we see a, a 20-year-old Hio, and he's like, who says stuff like that? <laughs> and he starts going on a, a thing, and he's like, I've always been clumsy. It takes me more than twice as long as the other guys to learn stuff. Well, I would just have to make up for my lack of talent with effort. And we, we see these two guys at the, the gym staring at him, and, and they're like, Hio. You are still here. Don't overwork yourself to death. And he was like, I'm fine. One thing about this Heo is he's clearly way less jacked than the other Heo. Yeah, he's trying <laughs> to get there. <laughs> and he goes on. He's like, people with talent could never un- understand. Working hard isn't painful. What's painful is facing moments of failure. Wow. It's true. But I train every day until I bleed. All to one day stand side by side with the genius monsters. I think that Yotsumura was like um, talking to him as like somebody who's applying to the order or something like that because Yotsumura kind of was like in charge of the order with um, Kendaka. Mm-hmm. But it's it's you know they're all in the same school. That's probably why they had this little meeting anyway. True, true. Mm-hmm. And then he's thinking to, him, to himself. He's like, I get it. This guy reminds me of myself back then. <laughs> and we see Hinchka, and, and he's like, Oh, there he is, Hio. And we see the guy across the uh, way from them. And Hinchgay's and uh, Hio's like, you can't get to him over there. F- forget it, kid. Then Hinchgay suddenly runs, and he's like, hey, wait. And we see that he's straight up, like, with the help of his bird, tackles this guy from across the uh, way. 
Yeah, it was Heo, crazy. Yeah, and he was like totally stunned. It's crazy how that bird can pick him up and drag him, even though the bird's so small. I know. I guess it's like a special bird. <laughs> but Hinchke's like, I got it back. Thank you, Pinsuke. Or maybe uh, Hinsuke is just like a uh, really light. <laughs> yeah, that, that could be it too. But uh, he was like, Jeesh, you've got guts, kid. And uh, Hinsuke's like, thanks. <laughs> this uh, enemy's like, little turd. And they both go at him and Hinchke has his gun like, and he just starts shooting it and it bounces off and like almost hits this guy like multiple times. It's also crazy how fast he opened the case and pulled out the rifle, like assembled it really quick and, and got him like that quickly. Yeah, no, he's really good at guns, honestly. He was like, a, a rifle? He's he's an assassin too? Wait, more importantly, with that one shot, I saw it. How much this loser struggled to be able, able to make that one shot. And Hinchke's like, uh-oh, I fired my gun. If he finds out, I'm an ex-assassin. <laughs> and Hinchke's, and uh, he was literally like, hey, it's so obvious, idiot. He's like thinking to himself. And uh, he was like, Hinchke, I like you, man. <laughs> well, I mean, he also said that, sorry. Yeah, sure, yeah. And then Hinchke's like, really? Thank you, he. And then out of nowhere, um, this that chick, Kumani. Yeah, Kuma, Kumanomi. Kumanomi pops out of, of, of nowhere behind them and just like smashes whatever was there no you know what it was it was that guy she literally like i'm pretty sure jumped on top of that guy and maybe i'm crazy but i think so yeah oh yeah because his uh glasses like come off. yeah she like literally made a huge blood pile of him (laughs) beneath her i know he'll crazy he looks back and she's like yeesh sure took a while to lure you here now which one of you's heo you know what? Who who, who cares? And that, <laughs> and chapter ends. She's cool. She reminds me of like uh, like a Chainsaw Man villain. You know, like she has no apathy at all. She's just like whatever. I'm here to kill. Yeah, I think it's. I think it was a great chapter too. A, it's a, a good way to end it. It's cool how like at first it seems a little planned that Hio and Hisuke are meeting each other, but now you realize it's more planned that that guy took his suitcase to lure Hio. Yeah. To to slur, but he thought that he was taking Hio's suitcase. But he happened to take Hisuke's suitcase because they have the same suitcase. Yeah. That's pretty exactly. funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And a, a good two chapters. I guess this is going to be our first fight with the Order. Like, it's going to be Hio versus uh, uh, Kumanomi. I have, a, I have a feeling that, like, we're going to see all of them in the Order have to, to fight Slurs. Of course. Guys. Yeah, yeah, It's going to yeah. be, like, one of those things. It'd be really cool. So what do you think? Do you think he survives this fight against her? I mean, it's the first fight with them. So. I think he might. I think he might. I'm work. worried he's going to die or something. <laughs> yeah, he has to, to figure out her technique, I guess, sooner rather than, than later. Yeah, I have a couple theories on who will die in this, like, order arc. And I do believe that um, the guy with the hammer, uh, Kishiba, and also um, oh, no. Hio will die. Those seem like the two that can just die. And, like, not that I want them to die, but, like, they would have, they would be a big impact and also, like, die for a good reason, essentially. That's fair. That's fair. I can see that happening, honestly. Uh, how but do you feel about? At least they made it to Thailand. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And how do you feel about seeing uh, Hio's more sensitive side when he could uh, empathize with uh, Hisuke? I think it's cool. I think it gives you gives us more backstory about him because we we never really knew like too much about him. So mm-hmm. it's really cool, honestly. Yeah, I enjoy and I, the chapters a lot. I love seeing all these like little flashbacks now, uh, where like now that we know who the characters, like pretty much all the characters that we've met besides the villains, we know like a lot about their past. So it's nice yeah, to see. Besides, exactly, it's nice to see them inserting people into their other flashbacks as we're learning about these people's past. Oh yeah, very, very exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so now um, we're gonna go uh, to Jujutsu Kaisen 
starting with chapter 225, which uh, has a, a part name, I know. It's like my phone loves to do this. Inhuman Makio Shinjuku Showdown, part three. <laughs> that n- nice long name. Yes. Um, and then this one has like a ton of people talking. So we're going to start off with... Uh, it's like this um, array of like cameras, basically from Mai Mai's uh, uh, crows. It's the pay-per-view fight. Yeah, <laughs> so that everybody could see what's going on. And... Um, so it says, uh, Gojo has the limitless curse technique, which makes him inviolable. And Sukuna has tried neutralizing it with domain amplification. And then we see uh, Choso, and he's like, domain amplification. It, and this one, everybody talks. I'm going to say everybody's name as they talk, but, you know, it's it's very uh, complicated. Yeah, uh, it's wordy. This one. But um, so... <clears throat> Yuta goes, it was Mechamaru's footage, a special grade, it was in Mechamaru's footage, a special grade curse spirit used it against Gojo Sensei's limited curse technique in Shibuya. And then Hakari goes, it neutralizes Gojo's domain, but how? This is the only, oh, oh, Kusakabe, he goes, it's like my simple domain, only more developed. It neutralizes by using a domain that doesn't grant a curse technique in order to pour an opponent's curse technique into the empty space. And they go, Kusakabe, can you do that? And he goes, of course not. <laughs> nice. And then the judge goes, uh, thinks to himself, but I do have a sense of how it works. It's like, hey, say it out loud, buddy. Uh, and then the angel um, says, the drawback to amplification is that you can't use it together with an innate curse technique. It appears that Sukuna is no exception. Panda goes, does that mean he's practically without a curse technique and still holding his own against Satoru? Um, supposing there's a way to f- uh, for Sukuna to defeat the limited curse technique aside from amplification, Gojo will lose. He just huh? he just ignores Panda. <laughs> nice time, man. Uh, I you know <laughs> uh, let's not count him out yet. Um, yeah, he he can come back. <laughs> so uh, Miwa goes, if that's the case, why isn't Sukuna expanding a domain? Using a curse technique is difficult immediately after domain expansion. Then shouldn't Sukuna get into a clash of domains with Gojo? And if you remember last chapter, we left off like right when they like what did all that cool shit with the building, and Gojo was like, "I'm gonna blame you for the damage." So that's basically what they're talking about. Um, so then Karara goes, "You make it sound simple, but depending on the result, the fight would be over." And me was like, "Wouldn't that be a good thing?" And they go, "You're right." So then why? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, somebody goes, "Can a can a domain's guaranteed hit even pierce Saturo's curse technique?" And Yuji says he hinted it would that time a cursed spirit domain swallowed us. Um, I believe this is Wee Wee. <laughs> he goes, yeah. uh, could it be that Sukuna suspects he can't beat Gojo in a domain clash? And then Shoko, who loves to get in on Gojo whenever she can, goes, uh, given Gojo's uh, devious personality uh, and six eyes, I doubt he'd fail to notice that. And if he suspected it, he'd have deployed the first domain. Um, <clears throat> uh, I believe this is Choso again, right? Mm-hmm. He goes. It seems like it, yeah. He goes. Then perhaps there won't be a domain battle, and they're all like, "What?" Based on what Inomaki and and Yuji said, I don't think that Sukuna closes barriers when opening domains. And Kusakabe's like, "Huh? That's yeah, impossible." He looks very concerned. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Isn't that impossible? And uh, Kashimo goes, "Yes, it is." Everybody confirms it's impossible, including Hakari and Yuta. And Yuta's like, at least I think it is. 
And me was like, so it's like totally impossible. And uh, what they're they're about to go into a little bit more, but they're basically saying that Go since uh, Sukuna doesn't have a outside to his domain, which we've seen when he opens a domain, it just becomes like the whole world essentially. That they wouldn't have like too much of a battle because Gojo's has an outside. So since Gojo, since Sukuna's domain would be on the exterior of Gojo's, it seems like it would just break it. Yeah. So Kusakabe goes, Miwa, toss me some water. And she goes, okay, here you go. And throws him a water bottle. And he smacks it down. Uh, uh, he, uh, he throws it back at her. I mean, he goes, why'd you do that? And she's like, huh? You told me to. And he goes, I asked for the water. I don't need the bottle. And then she looks a little annoyed. She walks over to him, just smat, uh, splashes the water all over his face. <laughs> and uh, he goes, that's, um, I'm sorry, uh, Mai Mai goes, that's what it's like to open a domain without closing a barrier. Is it possible to hold water without a vessel? Can you paint a picture in the air without a canvas? Do flowers bloom from a seed without root, leaf, or stem? It's like, it'd be like running software without hardware. Anyway, it's impossible. And Maki, woo, she goes, Megami's unfinished domain didn't shut the barrier. Kusagabe goes, I heard something about uh, something like that before uh, promotion assessment, but that involved using building and existing barriers as external shells. This is on a, fi a far higher level. And then um, they're thinking about, um, they're kind of talking about, like, remember when Megami opened his domain uh, when he was fighting uh, Reggie, but he <laughs> went down to, yeah. like, the bottom level of the gym so that he could open the domain? He basically used all the walls as his domain. So it seemed like he had no barrier, but really the building was his barrier. Gotcha. And uh, they go, Choso goes, but, oh, no, somebody goes, but Norotoshi Kamo, dot, 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 Kenjaku did it. And then Choso goes, uh, Sukumo resisted with simple domain. Meanwhile, Tengen dispelled his domain with a barrier technique from outside. The simple domain got stripped away. But if Sukumo had been holding an open domain, my mind interrupts him and goes, I doubt a clash of domains would result because it amounts to a clash with the barrier's outer shell. But it probably resulted in a struggle involving the curse technique's guaranteed hits inside Yuki's domain. Mm. A struggle between what? I don't know. Amiwa suggests maybe guaranteed hits. And they go, guaranteed hits come with the barrier, so it'd have to be the barriers. We're talking about domains like they're no big deal, but they eat up a ton of curse energy, right? So you can't do them lightly. And then Inomaki goes, fish flakes. <laughs> and they go, Inomaki's right. Gojo Sensei would never run out of curse energy. And uh, this guy's name is uh, Ino. He's one of the professional sorcerers. Uh, and he goes, that's because his curse energy efficiency is extraordinary isn't it he controls consumption through a con constant self-preservation but that assumes regular functioning right i bet it'd be different if he was consecutively open domains what about sukuna and kashima goes he's like a god he activates curse technique and switches between amplification and that innate technique quickly if gojo didn't have six eyes sukuna would have uh even bested him in curse energy efficiency damn so it's science Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Yuta goes, he also has more overall curse energy than I do. My hunch is twice or more, which is crazy because Yuta is like the person they say has the most curse energy. So if Sukuna has twice or more, I mean, like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's like not even a fight. <laughs> Competition. So it's not like they wouldn't open their domains due to lack of curse energy. And um, this girl, she's the witch, uh, Momo. She goes, maybe nobody, including those two, knows what will happen if their domain clash. 
And they go, yeah. And the judge goes, and here it comes. <laughs> and then uh, Gojo and uh, Sukuna both at the same time go domain expansion. And then we see like a giant black hole in the middle. And from the black hole, I'm assuming, um, Sukuna's like castle domain shows up. And I feel like it looks even creepier than normal. Like now all the halls have mouths. Mm-hmm. And like there's uh, all the dead uh, cattle uh, skulls like we normally say. <laughs> and then the narrator says, The clash was even. Inside Gojo's barrier, the two can't-miss commands overlapped and canceled each other out. They fought with both their domains open. If one takes heavy damage or one of their domains collapses, the other guaranteed hit will immediately strike. So right now, I guess this is all inside of Gojo's domain. That's an even match. And Kusakabi's like, for real? And my mind is like, it can't be. It's an even match inside a barrier. And then we immediately see Gojo's um, barrier, which is like the big black hole, kind of like shaking. And the whole world around it's like shaking and like uh, kind of getting all fucked up. And then it says, but the effective range of Sukuna's domain reaches outside the exterior of Gojo's domain. Thus, the domain's barrier. And Yuji's like, it's weak against attacks from the outside. And literally, we see Gojo's domain completely shatter. And Sukuna's just sitting there looking at him. And then all of a sudden, we see the cleave happen. And Gojo's neck get, like, seemingly completely cut off. And the, the chapter ends. Done. <laughs> and on to the next one here. Uh, Crazy ending. How did you feel, like, when you first saw this chapter where you're like, oh, no, Gojo's dead? <laughs> kind of, yeah. But I was like, nah, it's too good to be true afterwards. <laughs> it's <laughs> a very shocking chapter, though. Imagine ending. he just dies and then Sukuna comes and just kills everybody. End. <laughs> yeah, I just finished the whole series. And then the fight is between Kenjaku and Sukuna instead. Mm. <laughs> okay, so chapter 226. Inhuman Makio Shinjuku Showdown Part 4. They're getting straight into it. Yeah, we pick up right where we left off. So you see Gojo, blood coming from behind Gojo's neck and uh, and also like a gigantic slit through his throat. And um, Yuji stands up. He's like, Sensei! And then as he as he's looking on, you see Gojo's neck's vein, neck veins start to like pulse and then his neck just goes back together and like we all figured he uses reverse curse technique to get out of this so good so kusakabe is like he used reverse curse technique and the judge is like yes but sukuna's slashes won't stop inside his domain i believe that's the judge um and choso goes since sukuna doesn't close his barrier wouldn't running away be easy um <clears throat> Hakari goes, uh, if Malevolent Shrine's maximum effective area is about the size of Shibuya, then Gojo should be fast enough to get away. Kusakabe says, no, his in instantaneous movement uses limited curse, curse technique uh, to compress space and coordinates. Gojo's domain was just destroyed, so he can't use his curse technique for a while. Mm. Damn and it. Miwa goes, but that means... <laughs> and they go, yeah, Gojo's in trouble. And we see Sukuna standing like on the uh, the roof of his little thing, and Gojo just keeps getting cut up over and over again to the point of um, where you see that his body is all blood in this moment. Like he doesn't even have any skin when we see him standing in front of um, Sukuna's thing, or at least that's what it seems like. He's bleeding all over. There's blood everywhere, and uh, Sukuna goes, "Ah, I'm glad." Hmm. With regard to curse, te uh, curse technique, I'm overwhelmingly stronger. Damn. 
Honestly, yeah, he he does have so many tricks up his sleeve. So Gojo's just like continually using re- reverse curse technique over and over again to stop the cleaves from cutting through him. But like Sukuna's clearly going hard. Yeah, he's like trying to finish him quick. And then um, Gojo starts to like, I guess, try to run away. <laughs> and um, Sukuna's like, "You think I'd let you go?" And he goes to hit him, and Gojo's blocking and dodging. Yeah, it's honestly a sick fight sequence. Yeah, there, there. It's a lot of like back and forth, and then Gojo, um, like charges up with cursed energy and punches Sukuna, but he misses like right over his um right shoulder, and then they both kind of get up and like make stances across from each other. Sukuna thinks to himself, he moves well for someone using reverse curse technique at a full throttle to keep my slashing attacks at bay. And bloody Gojo thinks to himself, apparently malevolent shrine center isn't Sukuna; it's the shrine itself. <gasps> game plan <laughs> so we're back in headquarters and they're looking at the shrine and, and yuji goes what if the shrine was trashed kusakabe goes ordinarily concrete manifestations of innate domains don't have special meaning or function in other words they might as well not exist if the shrine is merely a symbol of the domain then it can't be broken there's no point to trying Mei says uh if gojo with his six eyes hasn't attempted to do so so then that must that must be the case and then um, Karari is like, oh, no, there's noth- is there nothing he can do? And then we see new shadow style, simple domain. Whoa. And Epic. We, we've never seen Gojo use simple domain, I feel like. Um, and he's kind of like building this domain where it looks like it's like a, a giant circle around him that Sukuna is standing outside of. And Kusakabe goes, simple domain? And Yuji goes, didn't Gojo Sensei he, say he can't do that? No, he said he can't teach it. Natural geniuses can't teach for squat. And then somebody's like, then don't make a guy like that teach a teacher for the first years. <laughs> it's kind of true. Sure, yeah. A uh, simple domain will negate the guaranteed hit. Meanwhile, uh, while he heals himself with reverse curse technique, how can he do reverse curse technique and normal curse energy control at the same time? And then Choso says, but compared to a real domain, the curse energy output for a simple domain will merely buy time. So it seems like um, Sukuna kind of like one of them dispels the simple domain. I don't know who it was. And then they start fighting again. Sukuna goes to um, kind of punch Gojo, but Gojo moves so fast that he gets under his arm. And then Sukuna uses curse energy and does a quick like cleave right through him. And he gets like cuts all over his face and like there's blood everywhere through his arms. And then uh, Choso says, see? And then you see uh, Gojo open up simple domain again to give himself the reverse curse technique. And Sukuna's like, how tedious. (laughs) And everybody's looking on a little shocked. Kusakabe's like, what the? And when we look at Gojo, he didn't heal himself when he used the the, uh, simple domain that time. He's still full of cuts. And they go, Gojo stopped healing with reverse curse technique. Does that mean? Yuta says, no, he wouldn't run out of cursed energy. And Ino goes, "Under, under ordinary circumstances he wouldn't but he continued uh running reverse curse technique full blast immediately after opening his domain he's expended twice the usual amount of cursed energy all the while the powerful sukuna has been attacking non-stop and again the domain gets broken and then we get this like honestly in my opinion kind of shitty picture of gojo here like i'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry i love jujutsu kaisen i love you gay gay but like i just feel like it's so low detail and you just see the cuts keeping going through him. And they're like, is Gojo Sensei going to lose? And then right there, Gojo jumps and like front 
straddles um, Sukuna. He's like holding him as if Sukuna was holding him like a baby. And Sukuna thinks to himself, his speed just now. And Gojo goes, curse technique reversal. And right there, pulls the guns, the metaphorical guns with his finger, out <laughs> and posts it at Sukuna, uh, poses it at Sukuna's face. And Yuta goes, is that possible? Maybe he couldn't heal because his, his body because he was using reverse curse technique to heal his burnt out curse technique, which is definitely like a first. Like we've never heard that people can like replenish cursed energy with reverse curse technique. It's amazing. I uh, wonder if everybody could do that and nobody's ever thought about it or if Gojo's just the only one who could do well, it. Well, he's like a limitless supply. So maybe I guess it could be him. I wonder if Yuto could do that too, though. True. Uh, it's, a, it's a interesting question. And then he has the gun pointed, the finger guns pointed at his face and he goes red and you see like the little spear appear, sphere appear and he shoots um, uh, Sukuna through into the shrine and the shrine gets all fucked up and Sukuna's all bloody and uh, Gojo's like healing himself with reverse curse technique and he's like, phew, that wasn't easy. Damn. And now he's covered in scars too. I kind of hope those scars stay because they're pretty cool. Fuck the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> and now the chapter ends. Yeah, those are good, honestly. Wow. Yeah, it's like a lot of info dump, but in, uh, in a series like Jujutsu Kaisen, we kind of need an info dump every now and then because it's like if we just watched the fight and that was all happening, we'd be like, what the fuck is Gojo doing? Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, we, we really like needed this fight to happen. It's really cool that we're like getting more in, into it. Yeah. There's um, a lot more fighting. <laughs> yeah, I like that Gojo, like, um, he's the only person to really use reverse curse technique to fight Sukuna that we've seen so far because, like, we know Sukuna just fucking destroys people with this cleave thing. So exactly. Gojo's kind of, uh, you know, keeping it at bay with mm -hmm. um, with his reverse curse technique. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. I wonder what Kenjaku's going to do because if, we, if you remember, like, a he's chapter or two ago. Secretly. What? No, yeah. yeah, he was, like, sitting there watching everybody through, like, a TV and he had, like, a bunch of wires pointing everywhere. And it's just, like, I feel like even Sukuna is going to get kind of, like, fucked over by, like, whatever Kenjaku's planning. Yeah, because I think he, he wants to, like, merge, do, do, do that weird, crazy merger thing, Kenjaku. It's true. So. Yeah. That's probably still happening. I also get the vibe a little bit that Arame is kind of like a uh, white Zetsu or black Zetsu where it's like they're going to pretend that they're working with Sukuna the whole time. And then last second, they're going to be like, actually, I've been doing everything to help Kenjaku. That'd and, be really cool. And then like yeah. turn on him. Yeah, because she seems she was seen talking to like both of them separately. So she was with Kenjaku for a while, but she gives him attitude. But like you never know, like maybe she's just sucking up to Sakuna because she's afraid. True. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought these were great chapters. It's probably like the best this week, uh, or at least in this episode. For sure. Um, all right, so now um, we're gonna go to My Hero Academia. It's kind of a short chapter. Uh, a nine pager. Yeah, but you know it is what it is. We 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 love them. We love them. <laughs> um and this it kind of picks up um from last week i'm sorry my phone like no matter how much space talk i do uh, i can't get it rejecting the world chapter 391 yes there you go my hero Damian. um so it starts <laughs> off and we see twice toga and they're like all heroes must die and then mm. we see pixie bob who i guess is part of like that pussycat thing right yeah she's that earth flow quirk mm -hmm. and she goes there's no end to them stay back and she's like slamming the earth against them <laughs> against all the doing twices some, doing some earth bending and then like they start to come from behind her and then one of the guys from the pussycat thing is like ryoku oh hell if we lose her earth flow then the dam's gonna be breached mm. and like they just like take over her 
and then you see them say sad man's death parade and I don't know if that means she died right there or not, but uh, she may have been like taken over. Yeah, it's pretty sad because oh, like it's pretty sad because twice all he wanted was to have friends in a way, and he just keeps killing people. <laughs> it's like not not a good way. <laughs> uh, so they're like Togo is making doubles of the version of herself that had transformed into twice. Toga's own transform quirk had a time limit based on the amount of blood ingested, but the heroes and authorities had no basis for guessing how many how much of Twice's blood she saved, not Damn. knowing. Not that knowing that would help. True. Um, so we see passed out Shoto and like the whole family there. And they go, because once that dam bursts, and then we see like uh, Ida, and he's like passed out on the floor, the resulting horde would overwhelm the surrounding area in no time. And then we see also Hawks, which I don't know where the hell Hawks is. I know he was fighting all for one, but he left. So maybe he's just being tired somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's taking a quick break. Honestly, he deserves it. So. <laughs> And then Ochako uh, comes in, and she, and then you hear Toga, and she's like, "Drop dead, hero!" And Damn, she's f- trying to fight all of them right now. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of like trying to smack her around and shit. And then one of them has a knife. <laughs> he has and, a knife. <laughs> uh, and then she thinks to herself, "Toya, how did it play out for you? Did you meet your end? Have I lost someone again?" And in that moment, like, a rope grabs her hand. And I think that Ochako, the the whole point of her going up to the doubles was to find out which one was Toga. Even though she kind of knew a little bit last time. But um, she goes, zero gravity spacewalk. And then starts, like, spinning around um, towards Toga. And she goes, I know we haven't shared much since last summer, but I've seriously had a big change of heart. Oh, <laughs> And then uh, Toga goes, It's our, I, I already told you. It's too late for that. And Ochako goes, Well, I'm sorry for the delay, but I mean, I managed to find you. She goes, Just shut up. <laughs> you were crying back there because you can't do everything twice could. You can't totally become him. Whoa. And then we see like um, how he was able to change into those people. And she had them change, but she didn't have their powers like twice did. And then uh, we see a flashback of uh, Sue, and she's like, can we assume Himoko's love doesn't extend to Shigaraki and those others, and that's why she can't use their quirks? That's what Sue guessed, but seeing Toga's tears told me all I need. You've got bloodlust mixed in there, so you're not working off pure love. <laughs> she's such a hero. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, you shut the hell up, Ochako Uraraka. Yeah, she looks sick, though. It's like half her face is like Togo, half her face is Twice. And this is like a callback to Twice. He made the same exact face um, when he Mm -hmm. was fighting somebody before. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Like, they put it panel by panel on Twitter. She goes, you don't know? And then is picking up her hand to punch her, I guess. The first thing about me! And then we see a shocked Ochako, and then the the chapter ends. Such a quick chapter. It was very quick, but it feels like one of those... It's a good chapter, though. Mm -hmm. That was fun. It got a lot of cross, and it feels like one of those like perfect in between chapters. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 probably true. Yeah, like it sets up everything that's gonna come next. And I mean, like, I do wonder what's up with Hawks. Like, does he have his quirk still? Like, did did All for One give it back? Like, is that even possible? Or is it just like done? Yeah, yeah I would feel so bad for him if he doesn't have a quirk. Because then, like, really, like we're losing literally every top hero here. <laughs> like, we might come out of here with like. Uh, them being like, we're not going to rank the heroes anymore. Only, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're done with that. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm excited to see the next chapter. I think there's no break this week, so it's going to come out uh, in a few days. So Wonderful. We'll figure that out. But um, now let's get into Chainsaw Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you hear that noise? <laughs> Yo, last <laughs> chapter was really crazy, so we, we, we definitely got to see what's going to unfold here. Yes. But, um, yeah, so let's start off with Chapter 132, p- Protection. <laughs> it's so funny because like last chapter she was like basically told famine that she couldn't do what she wanted because she had school yes. <laughs> so we see her happily in class and she's hanging out with her friends like eating at lunch and she's like shata yumi give me your desserts <laughs> which is so rude and her friends are like "Kay, here and she's just munching on it maybe she's controlling them <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then um, she's like looking around. She's like, is it just me or are a lot of, of the kids absent today? I heard a lot of people are moving away from Tokyo. Like, and we see like a destroyed building and some firemen. And, and uh, she's like, like more kids are probably dead than are m- moving, don't you think? <laughs> God. And this girl's and this girl's like, Moo died too. And this other girl's like, she's missing, you mean? And Nayato just like look gives him a weird look. She's like, oh, really? Oh, really? And then a whole squad team comes in, dashing in. They're like, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and they point the gun straight at Noyata, and she looks like super pissed. And, and then it goes on to a little thing and says, power outages continue to affect all districts of the Tokyo metropolitan area. And we see a picture of like Asa trying to open her eyes. She's like sweating, thinking about chickens. This is like her dream that she has, remember? Mm, yeah, yeah. With planned blackouts scheduled for the, the districts above, Report any person in inciting fear during the con- con- confusion to this number. Oh my god! And like we see that it's like Asa, and like she's she's in this hospital mm-hmm. with like all, all these like people who kind of look like refugees and people are dying. Yeah. And we we see that it's obviously the uh, TV saying all this, and the TV goes on. At 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 this time, confirmed casualties are missing persons exceed two thousand. Wow. And, and we see Asa like w- wake up at that moment, and she sits up. Yeah, she has like a like a bandage or bandage around her head also. Yeah, she looks fucked up. And um, this this w- woman, yeah, I, I guess this woman that next to her is like my grandkids about your age got crushed by debris. <laughs> make way, make way, please. Ah, oh, excuse me, coming through. I guess like we're over here hearing all the people coming in, and us is like, and uh, same thing. Excuse me, those who are seated, please make way, make way. And then Asa's just sitting there, and she just thinks to herself, she's like, Chainsaw Man, save me again. Yeah, she has, like, survivor's guilt. You could tell, like, she always survives, like, these situations, and, like, she feels worse and worse every time that she survives and other people die. I know. She's honestly pretty miserable, Asa. It's so sad. I do like her, though. Yeah. And, um, it's a, and it, you know, she's just continuing listening, and she's like, it isn't Japan alone. Gravity fluctuations caused by the falling devil's appearance are triggering cave-ins and landslides one after another across the world. Very interesting. In a, yeah, right? In a world veering toward apocalypse, can we really count on politicians and devil hunters? Who is it that beat both the falling devil and the gun devil? That's right. Chainsaw Man. <laughs> mm. Chainsaw Man saves us for no reward, and I want to work with him. And we see a familiar face, and he's like, I and those who think like me found an organization. Its name is... And we see fake Chainsaw Man. I f- and, uh... I feel bad because I don't we remember his exact name. Don't worry, he's gonna. He always introduces himself, and if if he doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, probably. And he's like the Chainsaw Man Church for World Peace, <laughs> which is hysterical. 
I feel like the world's really going nuts right now in Chainsaw Definitely. Man world. They're like going through a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. And he, he goes on, the Chainsaw Man church is now recruiting talent to fight alongside Chainsaw Man. Help us prevent the coming prophecy of Notre Dame. Fight with us at the forefront. And we see these two dudes. They're like, woohoo! Oh, peace! <laughs> so weird. And we see this radio host. And he's Oh, that's his name. I, I see me. Who, who? The oh, guy, oh yeah. Man, yeah. I guess he's on like a radio show, and there's this uh, host guy. And he's like, Zoomy, was it? You really buy this Notre Dame stuff? Hey, you were still in school, right? Careful now. If you fail college entrance exams before the end of the world, your, your life is going to end first. <laughs> which is ridiculous. He's All these got people. him. Yeah, and like the whole crowd is like, ah, <laughs> like flipping out. And then we see him in like, I guess like the backstage room, and he's like, damn it. He's like, Fammy, did I really have to appear on, on that lowbrow variety show? It's so crazy that like they're like friends or not friends, but like. Yeah, well, so they shocking. kind of are friends. Like, we met them, and we thought, oh, Famine must just be controlling all of them. But it seems more that they're just, like, classmates. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, they they spun my every word into material for the host's jokes. It's very like, similar to Joker, if you remember Joker, when they were making fun of him. And he was yeah. pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and Famine's like, relax. The ridicule was what was the point. Why? And he's like, and she's like, you don't need to, to think. Damn. And we we see this figure coming from behind, and it's like this, it's like all all black behind her. Well, it's hard to think. Like, is is this her? Is this technically um, Fami, or is this like a different thing? I think it might be a different person, or it's her control over this guy. You know how yeah. like, she says that she controls them when they're hungry or whatever. Like maybe this is what it uh, looks like to him. So yeah, like e- either her or something else like comes from behind him, and like we only see that the hand on uh, his shoulder, and it's like it's like Fami says. Well, I, I guess it's not her since it's it's you know like this, yeah, this person's but like, like, it's like if Fanny it's says. if it's embodied her if it's her embodied control it could come off as somebody different so that he doesn't think that she's controlling him maybe or I I don't know I'm I, I do think it's somebody else but I'm just trying to think of ways yeah, it could be her it is interesting and the figure says it's like Fami says your job is to be the face Fami is the brains together you move the body the chainsaw man church and Hell with yeah. that body. You're going to walk toward a world without evil, aren't you? And he's like, yes, I know. It's all for Chainsaw Man's sake. And he starts like smiling. And, <laughs> and, and then, then the irony of doing things for Chainsaw Man's sake. <laughs> yeah, we see Den- the Denji cha- like ba- ba- basically like tied up in, in like some cr- creepy room with Yoshida. He looks a little more jacked than normal. Because <laughs> he's getting older, right? And uh, Yoshida saw it. He's like, gosh, this is a relief, Denji. I'm glad I got you to protection safe and sound. <laughs> and then she looks super pissed. He's like, you call this protection? Falling asleep in, in class only to wake up tied to some chair? Asuma Mataka's in the hospital. Well, I guess this is him talking yeah. to Shida. They, they said her injuries are, are, are minor. And uh, then she's like, where's Nayota? What about the, the, the dogs? And Yoshida looks sinister for a second. He's like, as of now... We are protecting them, same as you. <laughs> and Denji literally gets so excited, he falls out of his chair on his face. Yeah, I don't know what he was trying to accomplish there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you just try and do this to them. I'll kill you dead. Send us home right now. I'll even tongue your butthole for a week to thank you. <laughs> what? Yo- yeah, I know. That, that was a freaky one. <laughs> and Yoshida yo- yo- just looks at him. And he's like, we won't harm Noyota or the dogs. No tonguing necessary. <laughs> Not while you're under our protection anyway. And, and uh, Denji's like, 
go to hell. Imagine you know, he was chapter like, ends. imagine Yoshida's know, like, okay, and he just opens the door to hell. You want to go? We can go right now. Yeah, um, let's go. Also, like, I like how they're implying that Yoshida's like, normally I would take the tongue in, but this time we don't need it. <laughs> uh, he's so weird. Yes, the strangest person in this manga for sure. Yeah, right. Who knew he would be such a big character in part two? But um, we see now chapter one through thirty-three, and there's a bunch of pro- protesters like. With, with different signs, and they're like, Hunt Chainsaw Man, Chain, Chainsaw Man's a devil. Yeah, the chapter's also called Chainsaw Man Protest, so yeah. it makes sense. And we see Denji and Yoshida, like, talking near, like, a crowd, and Yoshida's like, I wanted to show you these protesters. They are calling for public safety to treat Chainsaw Man as a devil to put him down. And Denji's like, but why? I'm a good boy. <laughs> and Yoshida's like, because they don't like you. And Denji just looks down, he's sad, he's like, ugh. And he's like, those guys clashing with the protesters are followers of that Chainsaw Man church thing, right? Then she's like, "Why are they fighting the? Why are they fighting the, the, the protesters?" And Yoshida's like, "Because they like you." <laughs> and then she just stares, and he's like, "Feels kind of nice having people fight over me." Oh, and, Denji. Uh, Yoshida's like, "But before the Chainsaw Man Church insisted largely of your fans and double victims. Recently, though, increasing numbers of young people are joining just for the hell of it. I'm told membership now exceeds twenty thousand. God, like that's like literally, uh." How many people are even in this city? <laughs> I know, that, that's how you, you know this manga is turning up because now like all of Japan is being affected by what's going on in yeah. this story, which mm-hmm. is really cool. But he says the bulk of them are still in school, but eventually they will be old enough t- to vote. Apparently politis- politicians are already starting to contribute supplies to the church too. Yeah, and there's a sign that says, public safety, refund our taxes. Mm. <laughs> also, like, in a way, like, all this, it kind of seems like Makuma had it under control. Like, we should, like, not that she was obviously kind of evil and, like, she did fucked up things, but she had it under control. Yeah. So it kind of sucks that. that this is all happening now, but. Yeah, and he, he's like, you no longer have sole control over Chainsaw Man. Hopefully it would stop at these small, smaller protests, but there was a chance of Chainsaw Man mania evolving into a larger conflict. I have Chainsaw Mania. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> and then she's like, and what do I got to do to see Noyota and the, the dogs? And uh, Yoshida's like, I want you to do absolutely nothing. Then she's like, what's that mean? And Yoshida's like, I'm asking you to never transform into Chainsaw Man again. And then she's like, hell no. <laughs> he makes like one of those faces that he's famous for making in part two where he's like, Ugh. Yeah, right? <laughs> And y- y- Yoshida's like, if you keep turning into Chainsaw Man, we will be showing you Nayota's corpse. God. Yeah, right? I don't know why he's so he's I would so love hard. to see him try, by the way. Yeah, pussy. <laughs> and uh, Denji's like literally like stunned. And Yoshida's like, I heard that you I heard that you uh, long to live a normal life. <laughs> Simply stop transforming and that dream comes true with Nayota at your side. And Denji just puts his head down. This is your chance to be human again, Denji. And all these people are fighting. Yeah, right. (laughs) You will go to school the same as always. I can't. I. I can't even hang out with you as a friend. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. Yeah, he's so weird, Yoshida. You will go home to those who love you, Nayota, and the dogs. Live as a human, Denji. You will be happy enough even without being Chainsaw Man, won't you? And Denji goes, but I. I want to be Chainsaw Man. I want everybody to pay attention to me. And Yoshida's like, oh god. He looks disappointed. And he's like, did you understand me? If you turn to Chainsaw Man, public safety will kill Nayata. And he's like, I don't want that either. He starts crying, kind of. <laughs> he's like, but I also don't want to be stop being Chainsaw Man. If I want people to fight protesters for me. And Yoshida's like, look, Denji, the time has come for you to choose. 
between Nayota's life and your greedy desires. But where's Kishibi? You know, like that's the one thing that I'm I keep thinking or I keep thinking about is like he told Denji to do this stuff to protect Naruto. Like he, you think he would have something to say about all of this? I know. I wonder what he's. In. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't even know if he's part of public safety right now. It's, it's just but so he weird. still has like some sort of like involvement in this whole control devil thing, you know. So it's like you think like he sends Yoshida or somebody sends Yoshida there. Like, come on, Kishibi. Like, come help Denji or come help Yoshida. Yeah, pick one. It's true. And then Denji puts out. A, uh, the peace sign and he's like two i choose two choices <laughs> he, and yoshida's like you can only choose one and denji's like i choose both and uh yoshida starts looking pissed and he's like don't you care if nayata dies and then he's like protesters <laughs> assemble kill this guy for me and yoshida starts laughing and he's like he's even dumber than i thought <laughs> denji denji and we see nayata with all of the, the dogs this is so funny she's like denji and there's this guy getting punched in it in the face and um and he just passed on the floor yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like Nayata and they hug and we see this public safety guy like following Nayata I guess he didn't do his job but uh Nayata's like you stink and then she's like cause I haven't had a bath and uh th- and Yoshida's yelling at this guy that was supposed to be supervising and he's like it's too soon to let them meet and the guy's like, huh? You weren't done yet? <laughs> and Yoshida just starts sweating. He's like super pissed. He's like, listen to me, Denji you were about to choose Nayata's life and get sent home together. Why? Whatever this must, I ha- sorry. Whatever this must have proven it to you. If you turn into a chainsaw man, public safety will kill Nayata. And, Nay- and Nayata's like, excuse me, <laughs> Denji, tell this guy to f off now. <laughs> and Yoshida and Den- Denji just look at each other, and uh, Denji's like, "You done? Then we're going home." And they just watch him walk away, and um, Yoshida's like. Did he not understand me? <laughs> I like how that's ends. what he gets from it. <laughs> no, it's, just, it's such a funny, such a funny two, two, two chapters. But I, I guess they're really gearing up for this war, and I, I guess like Fami is trying to like use Denji for something. I guess it's complicated. Exactly. It what. seems like she wants to, um, like what we don't, what we haven't been introduced yet is that the the Death Devil will be around. I guess eventually, and yeah. uh, she wants to get the War Devil to work with her so in order to do that she has to she's like basically like making like public disarray you know and and denji is just like playing perfectly into it and i think the more that like chainsaw man gets popular and the more that he's like in the public view like asa gets a little more like fucked up like oh what am i doing like he he's a bad guy like i'm associating with him like all this shit so yeah no it's crazy honestly it's nuts that like now Yoshida doesn't want him to turn and, and, and all this stuff. I'm gonna have to, to reread part, part two just to like make sure I get everything. That's it's been going like on. 40 chapters almost, which is kind of crazy. Like, yeah, it's just getting complicated. I'm like, what's you know, what's exactly about to happen? But I feel like it's about to gear up because they're they they gotta like, I guess like protect every protect everybody now because like yeah. the world's going down because it is Notre Dame. Well, thing. I don't think there's gonna be another chapter where they're in school or like they're going out to eat or anything like that. That's what like, I mean. That's it's ridiculous really, at this yeah. point. It's so, like really like turning up now, which is yeah. great. Maybe Denji and Asa will just fuck instead of going Imagine. out on a date, and then somehow them fucking will create Chainsaw Baby. <laughs> There's a war in Chainsaw Baby. <laughs> Man, funny. Um, but yeah, this is great too. A great two chapters. Yeah, I like seeing Nayuta more too because like we haven't really seen her too much, and like she has a hilarious personality. Yeah, I guess she'll be more like more part of the story now for mm-hmm. the uh, remaining fifty to. 60 chapters i guess <laughs> yeah and then like that one uh part where we see fake chainsaw man that 
person talking to him. Like, I have a couple theories I was thinking about as we were reading the rest of it. Like, obviously, there's our theory that we were just talking about where it could be famine devil, or if it's somebody else, maybe there's a devil that already has a contract with him, kind of like how the Justice Devil had one with um, Yuko. Yeah. And maybe, like, that's what, like, he and that devil and famine are working together. And Famine's help. That devil is helping Famine convince Fake Chainsaw Man to do everything for for them. It's possible. Yeah, I'm feeling that way too about it. Yeah, so uh, cool. we're excited. We're excited. But uh, okay, so that's gonna be it. Um, thanks for listening. And if you want to talk to me, you can find me on Twitter at Justin underscore Legends. You can find me on Instagram at Chrissy underscore Bracelets if you like. You could uh, find the podcast at snack underscore bar underscore pod on everything else. And uh, we'll be back soon with some epic, exciting manga. Yes. <laughs> hit us up. Peace. We keep the bleeding road a sound that we know for sure. Each passing street light, sunrise and sunset.